This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking. The Old Trailblazer riding out again at this time. We're happy to have you folks with us. The Old Trailblazer broadcast is here every day, Monday through Friday at this same time. We own lots of stations, several stations now. If you'd look on your internet there, if you have the computer, at our website, radiomissions.org, you find a whole list of our stations, where we are, from Kalamazoo, Michigan, to Los Angeles, San Francisco, California, to all over. We're bringing you these messages on divine healing, true and false, and we came down to blood redemption and divine healing. We're going to look at that in a moment, but I want to bring you one of our choir songs that we have on CD, and uh, I believe we have the old-fashioned way. So let's go there and listen to this gracious song, and I'll tell you how you can receive them.
Did you enjoy our choir singing this gracious old song? We have nine full-length CDs with what we call the Old Blood Songs. Each of our choir songs has about 19 different songs, Old Blood Songs, and we sell them for $5 each. Call us or write us for a complete listing of all of our music. Amen, old-fashioned. That's what folks call the old trailblazer. Call me old-fashioned. Now, folks have written in here and asked me, said, Trailblazer, why you call yourself old-fashioned? Well, it's because we preach the old-fashioned gospel. We don't water it down. We don't smooth it over. We don't use all of these new concoction versions that takes the deity of Christ out of the Bible. We use a King James Version Bible only, and then we tell it like it is. We bring you, Thus saith the Lord, and folks don't like it sometimes because we uh, don't agree with everything. But let me tell you something, folks. When this country was settled, our folks, many of them come over here from other countries because of religious persecution. And they came over here so they could worship and the, in the truth. Back there in, in England, when John Bunyan and all, they had to go in the tops of barns and houses and turn out the lights and all of those things. But, the, but those people came over here and they called themselves or they were called Puritans because they preached the truth. They preached the pure gospel. And now that's what we're doing day by day. We have a books here in the bookstore by those great old men of God, Max Shane and uh, Bonar and, and A.W. Pink and all just just hundreds of them, you know, good writers. And uh, if you write me, I'll send you a catalog of the bookstore. But that's why we old-fashioned. We, My friend, listen. Listen, this world is headed for hell in a handbasket, and I, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you enough to be careful where you worship and what you hear. And I've been in churches where they had uh, uh, clown ministries, they had puppet ministries, they had a preacher who told one joke right after another. Those things are not old-fashioned. That's worldly. That's modernism to the core. And the old trailblazers just can't hardly stand it. But we get back to our study. We're looking at uh, divine healing, true and false. And we come down to this section, is blood redemption and divine healing. Yes, the old trailblazer, regardless of what folks says, the old, fa- old trailblazer believes in divine healing. All bodily healing that is of God is divine, whether it's in direct answer to prayer or by the use of mean, whichever the way the Lord chooses. But my, my friend, I'm looking for a new body. Are you? Let me just pa- pause here a moment and ask you, are you looking for a new body? Not in this life. Not in, I visit in the hospitals, and I, I see a lot of sick folks, and I go to the nursing home. But, oh, my life, it's, it's the life to come. I, I think it's an indication of the soon coming of our Lord, how we have degenerated into worshiping man. Doesn't it scare you to see what's going on? These bodies are corrupt, my friend. If the undertakers didn't embalm these bodies in a few hours, they would be rotten and stinking and corrupt, just like a dead dog on the side of the road. But I praise the Lord that it heals my body, overcomes my diseases, and I never cease to thank the Lord for the health that he's given me. I've mentioned to you many, many times, and I hardly ever have been sick. I broke my legs, and I went in the hospital, and the nurse asked me, how much medicine you on, preacher? I said, I don't take any medicine. You don't take any medicine? No, ma'am, I sure don't. I praise the Lord. I've been healthy all my life. And, of course, now I have to take a little pain pill now and then. But listen. One thing that I praise the Lord for above everything else is that salvation, that salvation, the salvation of my old lost soul through blood redemption in Christ, my Lord. And I praise the Lord for that. 
Oh, we have lots to praise the Lord for. I tell my congregation here, if you don't, you know, we have prayer meeting. Folks won't say a blame word. Won't say a word. Sometimes I ask them, do they have the lockjaw? Is your place like that, preacher? Is your, is your Sunday evening prayer service like that, pastor? I tell them they got the lockjaw. And I say, if you don't have nothing to praise the Lord for, let me know and I'll write you a list of stuff. You can start out by waking up breathing. Waking up breathing. I had a little young nephew years ago, a little old ruffian. His mama kind of left him alone. He was staying with his grandma and about three or four years old. And I went by there one day to see him. And, and I walked in. I said, how you doing, babe? He said, Uncle Albert, I woke up breathing. And I said, that's good. He woke up breathing. You can praise the Lord that you woke up breathing, my friend. You can. You can praise the Lord that you woke up breathing. And because uh, you you could have woke up in hell. You say, well, Trevor, you just, you just so rough around the edges and you all time are scraping up stuff. No. Did you know hell is a living reality? I know. I know that your pastor probably don't speak on hell. I know that. I, I understand. I listen to radio preachers and I listen to TV preachers now and then. And I read literature from all over the world. And I don't hear them talk about hell. But hell is a living reality, my friend. And if you never get saved, if you never are washed in the blood, you're going to wind up there one day. And a leap in the dark. Oh, my friend, I'm going to get into that one of these days of what happens at the judgment seat of God. But one thing I do, I praise the Lord for blood redemption. Day and night, day and night, my heart looks out, looks to the Lord who died there on Calvary's cross. You ever go there? You ever go there, my friend? I like to look at that scene. There it is. Three crosses on that hill. It was outside the city. It was actually on the dump. Out there on the dump heap, my friend, the garbage heap of the world. And those three crosses, and our blessed Lord hanging there in the middle. And those other two old ruffians over there, one of them was hollering. And, well, they were both cutting up, cussing and raising sand. And uh, said, save thyself and save us. And after a while, in a short, short time, something happened to one of them. You know what happened? The Lord touched his heart with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of God. And he told his partner, he said, you and I are guilty, but this man had done nothing amiss. That's what happened there on the cross. They were bleeding to death, both of them, just like our Lord was. Blood was trickling down their side, down to their feet, and dropping off on the ground. And he said, Lord, Lord, remember me when you come into your paradise. And you know what the Lord saved him? He said, this day, this day, thou shalt be with me in paradise. Oh, listen, he who died on Calvary's cross made a sin offering for me and for you who believes that he died for us. Let me say here again that when you confuse blood redemption with any other doctrine, I don't care what it is, you have no salvation for a lost soul. When you confuse blood redemption and baptism, you do not get a new birth. You get an abortion. When you confuse blood redemption with divine healing, you do not get salvation of lost souls. All through the word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, blood redemption stands out in boxcar letters. You ever heard of that? Railroad train goes by, big old letters on the side of the train. That's what we call boxcar letters. And uh, just like that, it stands out through the God word, blood redemption in Christ. But this is the old trailblazer we I want to make an announcement before we have to go. Help me with this broadcast. Help me with this endeavor. Send me $100 and say, 
Mark that for the Bible for the Trailblazer. We send Bibles to prisoners all over America, and uh, that thing has been doing well for the last four or five years. And uh, just write on your note there, on your check, and send it, and we'll be sure that it gets there every penny, every nickel. There's no administrative cost. In for- no, sir, you know better than that. But this is the old Trailblazer. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear from you. And I ask you to pray for me day by day as the time comes and goes. It goes by so quickly, doesn't it? And this is the Old Trailblazer. Remember, I'm a mailing address. The Old Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my website, you find a lot of information there, addresses, phone numbers, and all, at radiomissions.org. And folks ask me how you spell my name. It's P-E-N-D-A-R-V-I-S, Pendarvis. Goodbye, and God bless you.